Hey firecrackers, it's Naomi and uh, welcome, welcome to another episode. For those of you who are just joining us, welcome, pull up a firecracker chair. For those of you who are with us regularly, thank you so much. Thank you so much for the um, great interaction on social media. Uh, we love that. Uh, I always see everything and then my social media team headed up by the one and only Sydney Nielsen. Uh, she gets real engaged with everybody there and I love it. Um, one of the things I'm loving so much about the firecracker department right now is this Artist's Way group that we started. Uh, 12 weeks, we're at week 5 and uh, it's the most fun. I'm doing my morning pages, I'm not doing, I don't know for those of you who haven't have done this Artist's Way before, I'm doing my morning pages every morning, which, uh, which I'm proud of. Not so good at the artist's dates that they're, maybe because I can't really say it, artist's dates, artist dates, anyway, I can't, but I can't even, uh, I can't do it, I have to get better at that, um, but it's really interesting, and uh, if you're listening to this and you're one of the folks that are participating in the artist's way, uh, right on, thank you so much for joining us. We're thinking about doing more of these online workshop and breakout groups, so uh, if you're into that kind of thing, drop me a line and say, oh, I'd love for there to be like a 12-week program on, I don't know, financing or on writing a pilot, or I would just love some feedback of what you would like an online workshop, and uh, we'll see if we can make it happen for you. All this to be said, I'm just digging it, and I really appreciate Deanna Moffat and Veronica Martin who are heading that up and uh, leading it with such, such beauty and such heart and such gorgeous leadership skills. I'm, I'm a fan, these two gals, I'm such a fan. Okay, I know, I know. Okay, you didn't come to talk about the Artist Way group. You're thrilled to know about it. You're welcome. But you came because you wanted to hear about my guest this episode. Oh my gosh, this week we have actor, writer, just brilliant human and dog mom, Sarah McVie. And you'll know Sarah from her hilarious role as Val on Working Mums. And then, because she can do anything, the latest season of The Handmaid's Tale. What? Like, that is just such beautiful extreme opposites. I'm such, I just love seeing actors being able to cross both paths, you know? I don't know if that's the right expression, but I love that actors can do that. Cause you know, I feel like actors can do anything. We just have to dig deep to find, you know, the right way into certain roles. And sometimes, you know, comedy is more accessible and sometimes drama is more accessible. But in the case of the beautiful, talented, fabulous, Sarah McVie, she can do it all. She's also an award-winning theater actor and a writer. What? Okay, enough. No, not enough, more. Uh, for this chat, she stopped by my LA place when she was in LA and uh, we just had a great time. I just love when people come over and we have like some tea and we have this chat and it's really just like a great catch up that I then get to share with you. Uh, she has this beautiful, cute, cute, cute Bichon Frise named Coco, oh my God. And sometimes we see each other in the park in Toronto. Um, I will give you this caveat. Early days of this podcast, I brought my dog a lot because of just um, scheduling and things like that. I bring my dog and then he would whine and drive me bonkers because all the attention wasn't on him. Anyway, I stopped out doing that. But this round, I had to have him around because it was my house. So, uh, and he didn't like it. He didn't like the fact that I wasn't interviewing him. Uh, however, I, I can't imagine. That would be a very short podcast to interview Rufus. I'd be like, oh, how's, how's your life so far? And he'd be like, rough. I'm really sorry about that one. 
so sorry. Anyway, he wasn't having a great time. He's only around in the beginning. He's got some whining, and uh, you might think it's cute. You're like a little, oh, oh, your dog's in the background. Or you might be like, it's driving me crazy, which is how I felt. Uh, but it'll, either way, it'll be like you're right there in my living room, on my couch with me. Hey, that's fun. <laughs> so stressful to have that whine. Anyway, I like the idea that you're joining me for these conversations, so hopefully you'll feel like you're sitting there right with us. All right, here we go with one of my favorite people, Sarah McPhee. Now, are you like, because um, you just got here in the States. I did. Well, okay, so I, I landed on 420. Fun. Which was fun. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, you know, and are I'm you not, a hot smoker? Well, I'm actually off of it. I, I, I have taken a year off everything. Okay. Like of sobriety. Oh. So since December 31st. But then I landed on 420. And oh, I right. Thought, oh, that's too perfect. <laughs> so, and I have to go, I had to tra- check out the, uh, you know, the dispensaries. Right. So I went to one and I got some gummies. Okay. Which were fine. I mean, I went for a hike. Yeah, in the hills fun, with fun, some, fun. With some friends. And, uh, you know, it was great. It was great. It's nice. It's a little too ooh, uh, overwhelming. It makes me feel a bit sleepy. Yeah. Yeah, it's sort of your day. It's the like day. Like people are like, do you want to smoke some pot? And I, don't, I smoke a little bit. I'm not like an avid smoker. Yeah. But I'm just like, but that's my day. Like I know. I can't. And then so maybe was, the next day too. Sometimes. Really? Even with well, pot? Yeah. Sometimes. Because then you're a little bit foggy-brained. Yeah. I don't know. I got... I got shit to do. Yeah. I'm close this window. Oh, so since going off the sauce, yeah, since okay. December 31st, I get up. This is the big change. Yeah. I get up at like between five and six in the morning. Oh. Go, 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 go. Like, want to get things done. Still not going to the gym. It's okay. Mind many you, steps, many steps. <laughs> I'm getting lots of like re- extra reading in. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like I have tons of energy. So, no booze, no, no pot, booze. No, no men? Oh, no, no, men. Men (laughs) (laughs) Oh, don't be crazy, (laughs) Don't be crazy. No, no, more men, more men. No, actually, I don't, the same amount of men would be fine. I did, I went back on the apps. Um, You know, I've been perennially single. Okay. Okay. I I never know what the perennials, the annuals or the perennials. Oh, I feel like they come up every year. (laughs) Annual, oh yeah. I'm annually single too. too. I think actually either (laughs) of I'm right in. I'm single. But you came to a new I, city I like and you're being like, single. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna do it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Because you know, and someone said to me, a friend, um, well, I'll just say it was a cat Brown. Yeah. Who I'm gonna see while I'm here. Oh love. And I said, Well, I've got a date now, you know, on, on Friday night. And she said, A date? Well, why are you dating outside of your own city? I said, yeah. I don't know, why not? Well, what happens if you fall in love? Well, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, I guess so. You know, scoop myself an American. Right? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I got my own damn papers. Right. But, you right. know, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world, but maybe, you know, you hear about people traveling and that's where they meet their love. Like, who, who knows? knows where this guy is? Who knows? Yeah. You and know, he had fun last night. He, what was, did you, he was great. What did you do? Well, what did we do? We started at this um, this really charming bar called uh, Sunny's Hideaway. Okay. So, yeah. I don't know. No, where, where the hell was that? Highland Park. He lives okay. in Highland Park. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a musician. Okay. And a carpenter. Okay. Oh, come on. <laughs> no, but then he owns his own house. I mean, okay. in Highland Park, it was a little much. No, he's got his, his shit together. Yeah, yeah, he really does. We went to see music at the Highland Bowl. Oh, fun. Yeah. Oh, that's a fun. It was really, really fun. Americana. Like, yeah. country rock. Okay. You know, which is what he plays. Yeah. It's also, like, a nice way to see a city in a way that you probably wouldn't have. And meet musicians. You know, right. like, I wouldn't have, how would I have interacted? Yeah. I would have had no And they don't, you know. like, he might not know you from... No. 
Canada no, working moms. Like, <laughs> oh no, they don't. Right. Oh no, so no, that's no. also because isn't it weird if you're in Canada and they're like, "Hey, aren't you on that show?" It does make it a little. It's a bit weird. It gets weirder and yeah. weirder. Actually, we were talking yeah. about that. My friend and I were saying like how sometimes it changes the it changes the chemistry, right? If somebody goes, "Oh, you're in that thing," like I remember going to. Um, like a therapist and she was like I know you from that show and I was like bye like I'm not gonna like it's just too weird I know, you know? I know. oh a, like a, a therapist for the mind yeah because my As chiropractor a my chiropractor the other but day I, my new chiropractor was like I'm yeah. sorry I'm fan you know which yeah. is totally fine it's still it's so new it for is, me right. so it's like very charming but I could see how it would become exhausting no I'm never no? I, I'm not exhausted by it but I think like my gynecologist okay. mentioned something and I was okay. like I just feel like that's not the timing that he mentioned right. it wasn't great either <laughs> oh so there was a couple but yeah. other than that I love it like yeah. I'm so proud it that I affect people that's all like yeah. you must feel the same way oh. though coming from like from Ottawa first of all yeah. where it's like a little bit of a cocoon yeah and then you're going into you did a lot of theater and you're affecting that many people and then working moms like it feels for me that you just like, you just ignited. Yeah. Like your career just oh, that's went. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, because we meet each other when we see other parties and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. And then, and I remember like watching your stuff on Working Moms. I'm like, where did she, you're so funny. It's so funny you say that because I, okay, so after theater school, I went to Stratford yeah. for five years and I played all these like crying roles. Yeah. Like really like Isn't heavy. Isn't funny? A couple of lighter ones, mostly like. Cordelia, right. Lady Macduff, and the literally the weeping woman, right, for a whole summer, right. Anyway, oh God, and she around through, that time, summer. I had an agent, and she said, "You know, you're just, you know, you want, I want to get you into more comedy stuff, but you're not like someone like, uh, do you know Naomi Sneakus? Like, she's funny, oh like she's God. just funny. You know, you're That's you're not sweet. like funny, like Naomi. <laughs> oh, like, no, but I was like, yeah, okay, I get oh. that. Yeah, no, 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 we're in the same wheelhouse. We're in the same, you know, so yeah. I'm so happy to finally have found my ability to join you in the oh, yeah. realm of funny women. Well, I mean, I think it's my favorite kind of actor to have like what you're doing, which is like truthful comedy, right? Like where you come from doing Shakespeare and then suddenly you're like, also I have this gift, which is yeah. a great combo. Yeah. 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 Did you feel like when you made that transition, like it wasn't even conscious? Because I read that you were in Ottawa and then you're like, I'm just going to, you weren't even living in Toronto. No, I was living in Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah, I was living in Ottawa. Yeah. For a the whole other, you know, of, my family's, they have the hotbed. The hotbed. But you know what? You know what? And I love my people. I love Ottawa for so many reasons. I, I, the last thing I did in Ottawa is what brought me to Toronto. I wrote this play, yeah. The Public Servant, right. which was my personal, I mean, I wrote it with three other women, but yeah. kind of love letter to what it is to be in a bureaucracy and to be a bureaucrat and give your life to that. Because that's what my parents right. did. Well, your you parents know? did, but you never worked in that no. world. But you and saw I can't, it. and I wouldn't, and I, I won't. <laughs> I won't, I can't. It's too late now. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. But no, I, I have so much... Respect, just admiration sure. for people that can do it, and but they love it, some or of some them, of them, do. some of them do. like some yeah. of them. That's their wheel. Like sometimes yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I feel so sorry for you, but then I'm like, no, you're actually no, they're choosing. You love to do what you, you know, do. They're choosing their life. Yeah, 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 for sure. Hopefully, for sure, and you know, getting used to not knowing like when the next paycheck. Like I, they worry about money, and yeah. I go, that's so funny that you worry about money because. I have no idea what... But did that ever... Like, you were brought up with such security. Yeah. So that must have... Like, does it still shock your system to go, okay, I don't have that security? 
No, I've been really, I've been, I've trained myself to not be stressed out about that. There's really? enough things to be stressed out about. I love it. Tell if, me more. If I, okay, if I <laughs> can't get a gig or whatever, I will just go get a freaking job, like some kind right. of, like what was I doing last year? Between gigs for a little while, I was managing Airbnb properties for people. Smart. Yeah. 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 I like, I sort of float in and out of work, yeah. you know, like I was a personal trainer. No kidding. I was in yeah. a good life when I moved to Ottawa for okay. a year. So you have like a couple of skills in your back pocket. I'll, and I'll you... get new ones if I have to. Yeah. yeah. I did. I tried waitressing last summer for three days. How did that go for It was days? awful. <laughs> it was awful. I'm glad I did it. I finally bit the bullet and tried it. Yeah. Holy, yeah, it's hard work. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and just brings out the worst in people. What is wrong with people? When yeah. Where did, you, where did you waitress? I guess it depends on the venue too. Oh, Julie's Cantina on Dovercourt. I don't know it's that a place. little tiny. It's been there for 40, 30 years, 40 years. Right. Hilarious. So did you like three days later be like, I beg your pardon, this isn't for me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, within the first day. But the other, the other staff had quit. Yeah. So they were really in a tight spot. Right. I was dining there and I saw the sign. I mean, this is like, this is just the way I kind of move through yeah. the world. It does and it was feel like, like that. It was like, you know, applica- you know, waitress needed. I was like, I'll try that. So the next night I was, I was. Serving. So if you met the love of your life in the city and moved here, that would actually be in line with your, with your it vibe, with your be. world. I, it's, I mean, I doubt it's going to happen, but you know, I'm open to it yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do yeah. you feel like, um, like from the success of working moms, do you have like an instinct now that has ignited that area of your work? Like, do you start to, cause you create as well. You're, you wrote yeah. your series. And yeah. Yeah. We're, I'm right. I'm collaborating with yeah. Smith. Have you always, always. Um, created because you wrote yeah. that play. And when I was at, in high school, I wrote yeah. a play. Yeah, really weird play, but a woman who oh god, when I think back, who doesn't want to be alone, and so she meets this guy, and and she ends up, you know, he moves in with her for a while, and I'm 17 years old. I wrote yeah. this. Moves in with her for a while, and then he decides he wants to leave, so she kills him. I mean, what? I, I don't remember. Where did that come from? I know. And my boyfriend at the time, who was going to the sports high school, he came to see it. And he, I don't think he was ever the same after that. <laughs> he did break up with me, which is amazing. But what was where, I exploring? I don't know. But the, where did you get the... Um, like I keep, She like didn't I, want to be alone. Yeah, she but where like, do you get that kind of instinct to create? Because not everybody has that. Oh. Right? Yeah, not I everybody goes... Like I, We have actor friends that are like... Yeah, just uh, my agent's not calling me back, and I'm like, right. well, what are you creating? Right. And that's in my instinct, and I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think it comes from, I don't know, where do you think I it comes from? I know, actually, I was posing myself the question. I think for me, it came from a place of, um, of uh, my mom was really creative, and so, and I actually liked being on my own a lot as a kid. Mm. I was pretty solitary, so I would create my own worlds. Right. Like, I would... Like, I actually produced puppet shows and things like you that. You did? Yeah, like, oh, I was wow. a producer even at, like, 10 or 12. Do you have siblings? Yeah, I have a brother. Would older. they participate or they would watch? No. N- maybe neither. No? <laughs> what would my brother... No, I don't think he would do either. I think he would, like, humor me by maybe doing a little performance for our parents, but... Not, not in that world. He was, he was in sports and tennis. Right, and right. What about you? Like a sister, you have... younger, and, and she's yeah, she's not. Um, she doesn't find her. She's not artistic. Like, right. That's not her. Yeah, she's yeah. A, an educator. Yeah. Right. But I would drag her into things, and right. yeah, and she would, she would help me out. She'd be my second for sure, and a great audience member. I don't, I, I don't know. I mean, oh, I know this has been talked about a lot, but how can we stop talking about it? I think it also was a response to being picked on right and feeling like 
I have all this excess energy and I'm not, I'm not being appreciated or enjoyed by my peers in right. certain ways. So I'm going to, you know, make fun for myself. Right. I don't know. Yeah. Were you bullied? Were you oh, like, yeah. I was bullied. Yeah. Why? Yeah. I mean, About I my see. body. Just constant. Like since I like mean, kindergarten. So mean, though. Elephant, you know, and tank. Why? Because you're big. You're I taller. was the same as I am now. I'm not. I wasn't big. I don't think you're big. I like, wasn't big. It didn't matter. But as a kid? Know. Yeah. They just knew. They must have seen. And I forgive them. Like, you know, like, I hope I was never, I don't remember bullying anyone, but it's hard, hey? Maybe. I mean, body image is such a wonky thing. Like, when I say big, I mean tall, because I don't think you're no, I'm not a large woman. No, I'm not. I was, and I look at but pictures, kids and I'm like, are like little. I know. It's like. Maybe I grew slightly faster than everyone right. else. That's true. Right. That's true. Because I, I went through puberty at 10. Right. So I was an early bloomer. So kids would pick on you, and did you have any friends in school? Oh, God, no, I was really popular. No, no, I had tons oh. of friends. No, it's not that I was isolated. It's just in order to, you know, it was so public, the humiliation. Yeah. Like the daily, like, oh, there's Tank, you know, that kind of, like that McFly thing. Yeah. And it was right around that time, too. Yeah. Hey, McFly. Like everyone thinks you're so tough, so you build this kind of, you know, I am tough. And now I'm going to make 10 million jokes because right. I, if I don't, I'll start crying. Right. Yeah. 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 So if I just so keep that's it interesting talking. though, cause you were, you went from like that into drama. Yeah. Like you didn't start in comedy. No. So what was drama. that journey like? How did you? It's where I did all the crying. Right. I mean, looking back, Get I'm like, oh yeah. Then. Yeah. It was, it was, oh, hello, Come on up. Here. There you go. Um, yeah. That was a really good way to, in fact, Friends of mine, when they have teens that are running into like they're they're feeling really overly emotional, everything. My first thing is maybe drama, maybe a drama class, like a serious drama yeah. class where they get to, you know, memorize. I think I memorized like a speech by Iphigenia, begging her father for her life. Mm -hmm. kind of, you know, to be able to do that when you're ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, mm -hmm. it's such a great way to channel emotion. Yeah. What did your parents you're think? A sensitive person. Well, they were a bit, I mean, they, they supported it. They drove me to the lessons and, and uh, they saw there was a need, but they're not, they're not um, theatrical no. people. No. Were they supportive as you jumped into this world? Yeah. I mean, being honest, <laughs> if we want to be honest, and they know this, there was some hesitation uh, when, the, when the decision was being made, whether, whether to go to, you know, a university program and maybe be a doctor or an accountant yeah. or something. Yeah. How, how did you battle that? I thought, yeah, I, I was, uh, I was tenacious about it. Yeah. I just wouldn't let up. Cause it's, I it's, sort of said it's, it's that or nothing for me. Right. Yeah. Cause it's one thing like dealing with your own uncertainties of that journey of that choice. Yeah. And then to have your parents going, I'm going to add to those uncertainties. Yeah. It's really, it's, it, you have to really want it. If I'm being honest and I would be honest with them about it. I only recently started to feel like I don't, it doesn't bother me anymore. Right. Or I don't worry what they think. Yeah. Do you know? Yeah. Just recently. Yeah. Yeah. It's tricky because you need to, it's your cheerleaders. Did you have other cheerleaders that? Oh yeah. Because I went to this, you know, I went to Canterbury. Is that Canterbury arts? High School in Ottawa is this amazing arts high school. Oh, yeah. okay. So you yeah. had people there like, you got this. Yeah. Who were your, yeah. who are your main cheerleaders? Paul Griffin, who is still teaching there. Wow. Yeah. Jim McNabb, who founded the program. Those are the, the kind of the teachers that were a major influence. Mm -hmm. And then like... An incredible cohort of people went there. Mm -hmm. You know, Martin Garrow, uh, yeah. Matt Addison, Jessica yeah. Holmes, um, 
Kurt Smeaton. Yeah, there's a ton so of many. Ottawa. Rebecca Kohler. Yeah, that's I right. I mean, yeah. yeah. So, um, was there a tipping point? Was there a time when you were like, I have to do this? Or did you always know you wanted to do this? Do, do you find too, like there's been moments though where I've tried to do other things. Yeah. Like when I, I left Stratford five years and I, and I moved back to Ottawa to do one show at the GC, the Great Canadian Theatre Company. Right. Because I wanted to branch out. Get away from things, Stratford. Do some new things. Sure. Like, you know, when you're there, you can, you're there doing the company. Yeah. You can't do voiceover, TV. Yes, very, yeah. you're locked in. So at 26, I was like, I think I want to do other things too, mm-hmm. you know. Um, five years at Stratford, that's incredible. It was, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, yeah, lots of ups and you, downs. You didn't even know how, how good it was because you started so, yeah. there. So, yeah. You were like 21 yeah. or something. Yeah. Working with Christopher Plummer. Yeah. Was yeah. that, um, it was fraught, you know, it was not course. easy. No. Yeah, it was not easy. As a 21 year old sure. navigating that? Yeah. How did you do that? How did I do that? I don't know. Looking back, you know, that's hard. I, I didn't, that was my first role. That's insane. And That's the director, Jonathan Miller, you know, of Beyond the Fringe and Cambridge and a, a head dog, a neuroscientist and all this stuff, he had a very specific idea of how the role was to be played. And uh, I, my young self, I couldn't get my head around mm-hmm. it. And so we, we butted mm-hmm. heads. Mm-hmm. Um, is that me? Sorry. Um, let me just grab it. Yeah. So we butted heads, and he wanted me to play her as a tough, I'll use his language, a okay. tough bitch. Right. Like her sisters, like her dad, you yeah. know? And I thought, but isn't she, the, isn't she the different one? Isn't there, like, a heart there that's yeah. at work? You know, like, compassion? Anyway, we argued and argued. But Christopher was focused on doing Lear. Right. So there was all this sort of um, complication around how to play the role, and finally I did acquiesce. He's the director, Right. Right. So he, at one point he's like, do not cry. Even though Lear says, be these tears wet. Jonathan said to me, not one tear. I don't want to see any tears. Day one, I was bawling. Like I said, I was the weeping woman. No yeah. problem. You know, I connect to that stuff. So I dried up all my tears. We open and the reviews, I was slammed. No. Sarah McVie, you know, I'm thinking, looking back, 21-year-old Sarah McVie from Ottawa really played that role like this and that. It's like... <laughs> It's you so flattering. think I'm doing this? Like how, this is not my choice yeah. to... Yeah, yeah. But you're representing the choices I'm the one. that you're... That's right, but they don't talk about the director no. has directed. They just go, oh, Sarah McVie. More, no, no less help to him in life than death, you know, because then there's the whole dead scene oh at the God. end where he has to bring me on stage dead and that was a whole other, oh God. That sounds really challenging. It was brutal. Because you think you're like, oh, 21, you're at Stratford, you're working with Christopher Plummer. 50th anniversary season. Jesus. Poster in the gift shop. Oh my God. Like, it's just the whole thing is coming together. Interviews on, you know, CBC Radio and a a big profile in your hometown paper, the Ottawa Citizen. Yeah. But behind the scenes, you're going, but shouldn't I at least be sad? Yeah. (laughs) Or I'm not fulfilling my creative instincts. <clears throat> yeah. Like that to me is when, you know, like when somebody says, why don't you try this? And I'm like, I'm going to try it. It feels everything wrong. wrong. It yeah. feels so wrong in my so body. Weird. And then you try it and you're like, I hope you don't use that take. Because it's not what I, my instincts are saying. And, and then, then 21. Yeah. And then all the national newspapers and the New York Times telling you, well, that was a poor choice. Right. It wasn't mine. And you just go, come <laughs> off but it. What did that teach you though? Like, what did you take away from that? Or did you get like, or were you um, able to? 
you know, at the time I took away a lot of heartache and, uh, cause I'll tell you what the real, the real kicker was. And the story goes on and on, but for another time, but I'll just tell you this, the show was set to go to New York, to Broadway. So when I was cast, mm-hmm. I was asked to leave that time available and this and that. And over the course of the run, you know, because the New York Times and the, you know, it was just fraught. Mm-hmm. I was replaced. So I didn't go to Broadway. Oh my God. But I did continue to work at the, at the festival. Oh my God. Through my colleagues going to Broadway and someone else playing the role. So it was a public devastation, devastation yeah. humiliation mixed with this incredible coup of like getting the role in the first place after he auditioned all. It was, it was just, it was a lot. I mean, yeah. looking back, I am thankful for it because you know what? It gave, gave me a tough skin. Is that what you took away? Like, did you... Yeah, if, is I, that can, a if I can get over... If I can move through this with my head high and keep working... Yeah. Then maybe I'll be okay. How long did it take you to... Like, that's flattening. Like, some people finish their careers with stuff like that. Yeah. How did you... It took... It took, like, really... and It's taken, like, you know... It took about 10 years yeah. to really, like, find that joyous confidence again yeah. that I had when I was younger. Yes. Yeah. Because it, um, it's funny because you, you come across that way. You come across with such like on screen and in person and in interviews, you come across as somebody that just has like, you've got it all going on. Oh, yeah. You're very <laughs> but like I'm, that feeling of like yeah. reminding yourself of when I was 21, what I had then and how do you get that back? How do you get that back? Do you have any answers? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking for whoa, answers. Whoa. Yeah. What did I do? I mean... The best advice I had from, I, I went to a lot of different therapists, healers, yeah. you know, I, I sought help, yeah. you know, and cause I believe in that yeah. and I love to give help when I can. And you know, I, the best advice I had was this one therapist said, treat yourself like your own daughter. So tapping into my own maternal, you know, instincts mm-hmm. and ability to love for and care a little being do that to yourself. Mm-hmm. What would you want your daughter to think of herself? Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. Would you want her to focus on what those men thought of her or how the reviewers, you know, painted her or, you know, what, how do you, how do you talk to a younger person essentially to yeah. bring out your younger person again? Yeah. Oh, it's tough though. That is It's tough. ongoing. Yeah. You should have some coffee. You know, I, um, I just finished teaching at George Brown. How Did was that? You? Yeah. How old were the students? Those guys. First like, year. Yeah. How was that? It was amazing. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. What did that teach you? Um, oh, I don't even know if I've processed what it's taught me. Um, that it, I mean, looking at them, I just know I can't tell you enough. You're, you're going to have to go through some hard times. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just feel like they're, they're going to have their own version of, of course, yeah. being replaced in Lear. Like it, these things are going to happen. Yeah. So I just kept saying to them, do you take care of yourself. That's yeah. the best advice I have, you know, and love yourself. This therapist that said, if you can love yourself like your own, you know, treat yourself like your own child, you will be a better actor. And I didn't totally believe him. I was like, I don't know. I've heard that like, you know, when you're tortured, that's when you're really right. You know, but he was right. I, th- I agree with that. I just watched this panel of um, amazing writers talking about the value of self care as a writer. Because you think about it as an artist, like yeah. as, a, as a performer, but as a writer, self-care so that you have the strength to stand up for yourself, to... Um, why are you not? Oh, I don't want to spill it. <laughs> it needs a spell. Um, um, so then, 
yeah, be your own advocate. It, it, then, then you can focus on the work. It's like having a great team, like a great agent, manager, uh, publicist, makeup artist. Like when you have the people around you supporting you. Mm-hmm. Same way with the emotional stuff. I mean, I, that's what I kept trying to tell them. Mm-hmm. Take care of that stuff. I wonder if what they hear, though. Like, I don't know. Because, like, I know what that means a little bit now. Like, not a lot, but, like, at that first-year world, what does that mean to take care of yourself? And they, and they, and who knows what they've encountered so far in terms of, like, disappointments and hurts. But when that stuff is coming at you, it's just coming at you and you're in it. Right. You know, there's nothing you can... So what does it mean to you to take care of yourself? Um... I mean, it it means it means it means looking inward. I mean, and 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 uh, and checking in. You know, mm-hmm. checking in with myself. Yeah. Yeah. When's the last time that you had like one of those moments and you're like, Sarah, take care of yourself. I mean, last week. <laughs> it's <laughs> last a day to day. Last week, I yeah. was like, "Is it two days ago?" Or no, Palm Springs was great. No, I was good. I had a moment where I was like, you know, no, uh, it's constant. Yeah. I think every week is something, you know. I you, and I try to avoid it. I try to pretend like, no, no, I'm good. I'm tough. I like to be. I want to be tough. Right. We don't want to be. I don't want to be weak. I want to be a or... go go go. And but it's not weak. It's actually. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful that I feel things, that I'm not robotic, that I'm not like impervious to the, you know, the, the pain and suffering yeah. of existence. It's good. Like, I, I, I agree with you. And there's like a world of authenticity that's coming out now. I mean, it's not anything new, but I mm-hmm. see it a lot. And then I, I want to be that authentic. I'm not. I'm kind of, I mean, I think I'm authentic, but I'm private. I'm fairly private. I don't like spill my guts on everything all the time, yeah. as I see some people do in social media. Yeah. I don't think you do either. I, think I, I do a, l- a tiny little bit. I'm very, I can't do it too much yeah. because it's too, it's too private. Yeah. I don't, but you know what? I do it a little bit, but always I do it because I wonder, I don't want people to think that it's all fabulous all the time. Right. Because that's a lie. I know. And it really but it bothers matter. me that they're... No. It doesn't matter if you say, like, I'm having a crappy day. People go, yeah, yeah, crappy day. You're on working moms. Give me a I break. Know, like, I know. They'll, I know. They'll belittle it. Like, I know. I, I, had, I had this another talk with somebody, and they said... They were talking about their shitty days, and I'm like, it, it, people don't even care. They think that you're on this pedestal of sorts. All the time. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, you know, don't people you say, think that about other people? Totally. Oh, totally. We have these conversations nowadays, right? Where you go, oh, well, it looks like you're having... Well, that's Instagram. Right. You know, and right. the Instagram effect. Um, so I have tried... I try to balance it a tiny little bit because, you know, like, for example, I'm writing about... With Dog Lady, uh-huh. I'm writing about endometriosis because that has shaped so much of my life. Like, every month, I'm in excruciating pain for yeah. three days. Yeah. Like, this last one, I was, I was you know... Pardon my being graphic, but barfing from just from pain. Oh my god! It's insane. And how long has that gone on? Since I was ten years old, so I I started my period. I know. I used to stay home from school in grade five. And what do you? There's no. That's life changing, right? Like that. Yeah, it shapes. It shapes shapes you. Who you? Yeah. So anyway, so I worry that there's not enough sort of like light shone on those things like that. Yeah. You know, chronic diseases. 
but how do you do it? I don't want to be like, you know, shoving it in people's faces. I want to do it in a way that, well, the way I've done it is to have a sense of humor about it too. Yeah. Well, like to have a good balance of, you know, it's there and it sucks, but it's also ridiculous how bad it is. Um, I mean, speaking about it so that people know that it exists and they're not alone. It's all saying I'm not alone, right? If I, <laughs> I used the example the other day, like well, yeah, I was complaining good. about like a shoulder pain and somebody goes, oh yeah, I get that too. And I was like, great. It's not shoulder cancer then. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, you just yeah, need yeah. somebody to say, yeah. oh yeah, I got that too. And yeah. so even you finding humor behind it, that's like a great. Yeah. Use. And I did feel alone in it. Yeah. Uh, from age did. 10 to, well, like till recently, Last really. week. I mean, like who are the, like Lena Dunham has been really public. Yeah. Padma Latsky has been really public. Um, yeah, that's it. I think I heard Gina Davis, but I haven't seen anything. Like there's, it's very, still very rare yeah. that someone is talking about these, you know, women's physical. Well, I mean, my mom didn't even talk about periods. No. Like, oh, my aunt the other day, she said, oh, don't you think it's a bit much, Sarah? I mean, we didn't talk, like, our generation was embarrassed. Yeah. Because I posted something about, on Facebook, about having to, I did Odd Squad. Oh, yeah, fun. And, and uh, I was in so much pain. But I told <laughs> my agent. Was such a I was in so face. much pain. I was in, that's where I was barfing. Yeah. I grew, grew, you know, you have to be at set at seven and you're barfing from pain oh on God. the cab ride over. Anyway, the change is, I told my agent, tell everyone so everyone knows what's up. Yeah. 20 years ago, I would just hide it and then you're like trying to act on top of acting on top of acting yeah you know it's such a weird thing though because like I don't want to be perceived as the person that is like in pain like I don't want want people to be like I'm good like I'm good I can be reliable but at the same time I want people to go this is the truth of it yeah and I've had it before where like I've I've said like this is what's going on for me and been judged for it oh yeah I know that's the the I lucked out because the director his wife has it. Okay. And we, like, you know, we had a moment where we shared that. But no, it's gone the other way too. Yeah. Yeah, I know. And what I used to get too when I was like in my early 20s, there's oh, me cramps, you know, and such a reductive word. Right. Like it does not. Right. But I would do that too. It. Like I remember people going, oh, I have cramps. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. well, pop an Advil. Let's I get know, going. I know. But it's not as pop an Advil. Like, no. Uh, it's educational to know like to what extent. But these... it's also, I can still work. Through it. Yeah. But especially if I've got that um, support system, which won't happen all the time. Yeah. Yeah, that's tricky. You know. um, why don't we start talking about that? Oh, social media. How, yeah, how much to share. Yeah. In terms of the ups and downs. Like you, you're a creator first and foremost. Yeah. Like it feels like you're yeah. creating, you know, your play. Yeah. And now I, I heard somewhere there that you're doing stand up. I did try and, and that's not something that was in your no wheelhouse but I no. love it because you were writing your show right? I yeah I wanted to test Work out some material. material I wanted to see how a certain narrative hits you know especially younger you know with those shows it's mostly younger mm-hmm, people too mm-hmm. and I was pleasantly surprised that they I'm followed. in awe that you did that that they followed. It was scary. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's, it's good though. Isn't it great to find things that's, that are still I don't scary? know. I believe it in theory. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel like there's so much that I do. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're putting yourself out there all the time. You're trying new things, new, yeah. new ventures. Maybe I don't know the opposite. Like, I, I yeah, agree exactly. with you. Like, it's good to feel, I don't know. I did a, I, the thing that scares me the most is public speaking, like right. doing like a podium 
talk or keynote lectures or something like that. that well, how is it hosting the Doris? But that's it? not keynote. That's like performing. Right, I'm right, right. Night with my right. little funny joke, man right? husband. Yeah, yeah, We're yeah. having some jokes. That's not, this is what I believe keynote. in. Keynote. Have you not done it? You've done those. I've though. done one and it, well, I've done two or three, but it, they are so painfully nerve wracking for me. Yeah. I'm like, why do I need to put myself through that? Yeah. Do you do those? I just have the first one coming up. How do you feel about I'm it? I'm terrified. Yeah. Way oh, more yeah. than like, stand-up. I was like, could I just write a funny set? Or that would be slightly less panic-making. No, just speaking as myself. Yeah. From the heart. Um, yeah, that's... What's your topic? Well, it's uh, a breast awareness um, issues. Okay. Yeah, so... Boobs. <laughs> I mean, I can I can talk about boobs. I, I like mean, that I you boil boobs. it down to just boobs. You know, boobs. It's mostly just boobs, just boobs. and boob health yeah. and um, you know, body image, confidence, stuff like that. But it's funny because you could write yourself a monologue, yeah, and perform it. Yeah. But this is like a mo- like what? What is the disconnect? I I have to address why I get so freaked out about it. I don't. It's. I don't know. I mean, maybe is it is it that oh now you're gonna real you're gonna see a different side of me that is, I don't know, not in any kind of character, and maybe it won't be funny. It'll just be, you know, yeah. who am I? To, well, actually, but I do because I teach, right? Right. At a, at a university, so I, I yeah. have lectured, and that's been the hardest part of of uh, teaching is the yeah. lecture part, like talking for an hour. I get very yeah. like, oh, you're bored of me. This is, let's cut away to someone. Yeah, <laughs> let's this cut away. Not... It's a lecture. <laughs> cut to something funny. Please. Cut to, I should have a PowerPoint. Yeah. I'm sorry, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> but this would be handy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But I want to do more of it because I enjoy it. And yeah. I would like to see, like, I would love to hear you talk for an hour, an I hour and a half. So hour dry. I don't know. I lose all moisture in my mouth. I get... I think I also put so much pressure on myself to make it so much. Like right. I want it. I, w- I want it. Yeah, exactly. I want so much, you know? And I remember like being nominated for various awards and sitting in the audience as the category comes up and thinking about who I need to like thank and what, what points I need to make and the, 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 the message behind my speech. And then eventually going... I hope I don't win. I'm so stressed out right now that I hope yeah. I don't win. Yeah. Thank goodness I didn't win. You know. Oh, of... <laughs> you've won too. What do you I, do I when have, you win? I've won, but uh, like in the CSAs or whatever. But oh, I, I know what you mean. No, it, I get so stressed out. I know. I know. But um, at the Actor Awards, I was there with Juno representing Working Moms, and I didn't. I was like, oh God, no, I don't want to. I don't know what to say. Yeah. I, I had that experience. I, yeah. It's not that I don't know what to say. It's I have too much to say, or I. Well, I want so thing. much to convey it. Like, I feel like we're in a time right now that we have to use our podium. And I'm such an advocate. I'm like, if you get a podium, you use it. Absolutely. So I'm like, sneak us. If you get a podium, you use, like, use it. Like, I put a lot of pressure. Yeah, on yeah. Myself. So how do you do it in a tight little 45 second? Like, the CSAs were 45 second exceptions. Yeah. Supposed to be. Right. Anyway, <laughs> that's okay. They were all great. There were yeah. some fierce women this year. Yeah. Like, speeches. Yeah. I love it, though. Yeah. And people just want authentic, authenticness from that kind of world. Yeah. Yeah. So then, so I just love that you did stand-up. Um, but I love the idea that you were doing stand-up, because stand-up is also something that unnerves me. And you did it as you, a creator. I did improv. You've, you've done, done a little stand-up? bit of stand-up. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. But here's the thing with stand-up is it takes, it's going to take some work. I know. And I want it to be fun right away. Right away. Yeah. 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 
How did you find I mean, I, so I've only done two sets. Yeah. Like, I've done the set twice. Um, I got better. It was so much better. Yeah. I need to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it's like, it's a t- an entirely new persona. Yeah. And I don't mean like I'm putting on a character necessarily, but it's a different part of me. Different muscles. Different muscles. Yeah. And I think I was still a little bit in sort of actor mode and I can relax. Right. And get to something that's closer to like you and I sitting here now. Yeah. But maybe with a cocktail, yeah. you know, the, you know, yeah. it's got that feel to it. It really, it really does. So, yeah. um, but I like it. I, I mean, cause I love, I love, um, I'm so appreciative of the audience on Instagram. You yeah. Know? Like, you it's have so a great fun. following. It's so fun to have yeah. people to play with every day. Yeah. But then what's great about stand up is it's immediate, as you say, gratification, yeah. reaction. So I go, Oh, that does, that really does work. I can hear it working, yeah. you know, or, oh, that did not work. It's like your Fair theater enough. training. Yeah. Do you miss that? Because you've been doing so much film and TV. I do. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mind doing, yeah, I would love to do a play. But I'm really enjoying the, you know, the yeah. camera. This is what I imagine is happening on Working Mom's set, because your bits are always funny. It's like all funny stuff gets to go to your character. <laughs> and then you do your bit and then you hear the ricochet of laughter from the crew and then you have to do it again because I feel like you come in and you're just like here's another golden joke here's another one like uh, they're so it's funny from day one though Catherine was like the first day we shot she's like let's get get the lines locked down but it's, when that's done go play, play 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 so that first day just went on and on and on and on um, it's really yeah what a joy mm-hmm. how did I how, so so lucky yeah, I Just don't know. Right what is right time? Yeah, I don't know. Luck. I think it's also having the um, your muscles limber to to jump. Mm-hmm. Like I think you were ready. Yeah, because you probably had done your theater and you were ready to try something new. And you're like, oh, you know what I did that was a real game changer too. I went and did a one week clown master class with Philippe Gaulier. Yeah, do you know him? Uh, in France. Yeah, yeah. I have a weird side story that Tell I me. tried to take a class with him. I got to France, and for some reason, either my mistake, probably my mistake, it was cancelled, or it was... Anyway, I was in Paris, and I was like, I need to take this class, and so I found another clown class in France, and it was all in French, and it was one of the best things I ever did. But it was definitely... Yeah, I don't think it has to be with Philippe, although he was was fantastic. Yeah. But that idea of always, even if it's drama, even if it's tragedy, the playfulness of it, you know, that, that um, that was key. Do you think yeah. you had that innately in you before? I did, but it's the thing that got kind of smushed. He's the one that reignited. Like, I, I got so serious about, well, I've been judged, I've been, you know, I've, yeah. I've been rejected on a, on a, you know, from a Broadway, or whatever, all these things that were, were starting Don't to, like, whatever, become... though, because that's no, no, huge. But, yeah, like, yeah, I'll never, like never going to be on Broadway, and that, all, that came so close to it, and that's going to define me, the sadness of yeah. that, which, you know... I mean, it's sad, but there are way sadder things. I mean, absolutely. But, anyway. but at 21, yeah. that's like, as you said, it shapes you. Yeah. So. And then he reignited He stuff. reignited, yeah, that playful, you know, because he, he does this thing where he teases you until you're funny. And uh, he says terrible things, but they're just outrageously funny. Like, uh, you know, if you're not being funny, he's like, oh, it's so bad. How are we going to kill her? Should yeah. We, should we shoot her or poison her? Or, yeah. You know, and it's like outrageous. Yeah. And uh, it really tickled me. Yeah, I really liked him. I really liked him. We had a good time. Work. Me too. If it's done right. 
There's some not, like yeah. I've seen some not great clown work. This was pretty simple. This was like, you're up there. Yeah. When the music stops, be funny. Mm-hmm. And just hold the audience yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. Um, did you remember, like when you were going through that stuff at Stratford, was there anybody that gave you like, like moments of hope oh, to get yeah. out of that? Yeah. Oh, you know who um, just came to mind is uh, Peter Donaldson, who passed away. Oh, love that guy. Yeah, he he. We did one of those talkbacks. You know, yeah. the actors get us asked to do those things, and it was for thirty psychiatrists from Chicago. Fun. And I'm playing. He had been in another version of Lear. He wasn't in the one we were doing. And I here I am playing Cordelia, like a B I T C H right. to quote the director. Anyway, these psychiatrists. So we sit down, and immediately they start in. Why are you playing her like that? What reason do you have to, like, laying into me, the whole thing. So I sort of, I, you know, explained to them it's the director's concept and, and Pete backed me up, whatever. Anyway, the thing was over and we're walking away from it and I just started crying. And he said, Sarah, no one is saying that actor can't act. What they're talking about is your choices and that's exciting. That's very exciting. We're talking about ideas here, and you are allowing for that to happen. Yeah. So be proud and have your head held high. And it was—it saved me. It saved me. I think that kind of saved me a little bit just now, <laughs> because having that kind of permission to realize that the opposite is, oh, your performance was perfect. Yeah. And where's the fun that in that? Yeah, like, exactly. Let's find out where. Like, I, I just remember. Especially in theater, when you get into like the grit of like, what are we doing? And yeah. what are the choices? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that yeah. doesn't really happen on set. No. Because the interpretation of like, yeah. you know, jokes is a different world. But um, it's kind of exciting. Yeah. If you can look from that perspective. But yeah. what a savior. Yeah. So then now you're creating. Do you feel like that's, um, I don't know, responsibility is not the right word, but do you feel like that's something that you need to do in your. I think so. Makeup. Yeah. Yeah. I can't stop myself. Sometimes I go for, you know, I'll try to go, I'll, I'll just lay off Instagram. I won't write. No more jokes. You know, I'll just lay low for a few weeks or whatever. And I get through like three days. And then I'm like, oh, but I got to share this thing because it's so funny. So funny. You know, or, you know, or this, I, I moved to, you know, I don't know. Write something. Yeah. Yeah. Are you one yeah. of those people that work all the time? Like, do you get up in the yeah. morning and start? Yeah. Do you get burnt out? Yeah. And partly yeah. that's why I wanted to come down to California. Yeah. And just chill. Yeah. How, what, is, what does it look like when you get burnt out? Um, a lot of sleeping. Yeah. A lot of sleeping. And um, going off um, booze and, and pot. Yeah. Like yeah. I mean, the, bo- the booze, when, I, when, I'm, when I'm drink, I love to drink. You know, I love mm-hmm. to drink. When I'm burnt out, I rely on it too much to give me a, a boost. Mm. You know, so mm-hmm. it just becomes a crutch. Yeah. So, um, since going off of it for the last few months, I haven't felt burnt out. You know, I just haven't felt burnt out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you see that you're recharging? Like, what are the mm-hmm. things that you do to mm-hmm. recharge? I spend a lot of time walking. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. I walk the dog a lot. And it's really more for me. Yeah. You know, she's the excuse. <laughs> the dog's like, I don't I mean, need she, another walk. She Thank doesn't you. need two hours a day. You know, right. that's a lot. We do. Yeah, but we do. But I'm listening to, you know, podcasts yeah. I'm listening to you. I'm listening to the news of the day. I'm making calls. So I'm even then sometimes I'm working, but sometimes I'm just walking. I just love it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, I feel like, I don't even know if this is a new thing, but because we have so much power to be able to create now, because we can just do anything. Like, yeah. look, I have a recorder, I have a podcast, I boom. Like, but now, I'm, I'm able to work from six in the morning to midnight every day, nonstop, yeah. And still have things to do the next day. Yeah. So my life is very out of balance. Right. Do you find that? With oh, yeah. Your, yeah. So how are we going to get better at that? Because it's not healthy, right? Like, no. I know, I came back from Canada and I was like, yeah. like, this is sort of, I'm living in an office a little bit here, mm-hmm. whereas Canada, I'm challenged a little bit to garden. Yeah. <laughs> to do something away yeah. from the computer. Yeah. So how do you... How do you balance? No, and I worry, like as a single person, yeah. this is part of the reason I'm right. single. Because you're because not meeting I, anybody. No, I'm busy. Yeah. Like I can fill my time, you know? It's like if you cancel, it's okay. I've got I've got like 10 things I want to do. Yeah. And in fact, this better be good because I've got a thing yeah. that I'm doing that's way I know. more exciting. But, and the, the, that's great to be yeah. busy, but you're, you're onto something here. It also means that we never schedule kind of downtime yeah yeah that's hilarious yeah. I just went in my mind I'm like schedule downtime schedule downtime I think it's I can hear my mother saying that I know she's said that before yeah, yeah. it's important yeah so well, your downtime is sorry what were you I, mean, so I still have this thing about like either Saturday or Sunday morning even though we work on weekends yeah. right in our industry sometimes it's a Saturday I'm like well it's a Saturday morning I'm gonna take it easy it's an affiliation. I right? did do. I somebody asked if I could meet on Sunday, and I was like, nope. It doesn't mean I'm not going to work, but I don't want to meet. I don't. It's scheduling yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a weekend. Yeah. Was what? What was your mom to teach you that? What was that? Like, what was your mom about to teach you schedule downtime? Um, she is just. She's a. She's a woman of balance. Mm. She's got that pers- That kind of personality. Mm-hmm. She's an educator. She would have been a great judge too. Like she's very balanced. Mm-hmm. When she looks at things. Do you think you're balanced? Yeah. I'm less balanced than she is. Yeah. But I certainly have, I've absorbed as much as I can. And that's been a huge help. Yeah. Because I would say I tend towards more erratic and, you know, uh, big swings and, you know, she's, she's steady. Yeah. She's like a, yeah, like a rock. I mean, she's grandmothering my sister's three girls. And, and giving them all this energy, the same kind of level of energy she gave us wow. 30 years ago, 40 yeah. years ago, you know, so she's got a lot of energy and a lot of time for other people and is a very, yeah, she's been an incredible um, source of like support and inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. You, come, you seem like you come from such solid footing. Yeah. yeah. Which is, I mean, it gives you, it gives and takes, right? Like sort yeah. of, as you said they don't always like support necessarily because it's so far from what they. Oh, they worried. Yeah, yeah they, I'm sure they still do. We just don't. We just I mean, don't you were on CBC though. That takes a, yeah. like a parent's worry away. Yeah. <laughs> when they yeah. see their kid on CBC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Before the show came out though, with the little bits I was telling them, I, I wonder if they worried about the content and how oh. that was going to hit <laughs> their friends. Do you worry about that kind of stuff? Uh, not anymore, but I remember when, when it first aired, it felt really groundbreaking in terms of like. Yeah nudity, sexuality, like female sexuality. I don't know. There's definitely some things there that I thought, I haven't seen that on primetime television. Not on CBC. Not on CBC. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. Things like HBO. Didn't see that on Little Mosque. Yeah. HBO, you might. Yeah, yeah. HBO, you would. But, you know, my parents and their friends, they're they're not watching HBO. So I think it's been a journey. Yeah. You know? And what about you? Do you feel like, are there things on camera that you're like, I'm not going to do that? Like, are you worried about how you're representing yourself? I don't know. I wonder if maybe I should worry about that more. <laughs> <laughs> should 
should I worry about that more? <laughs> because know. for me, it's like, is it funny? Is it entertaining? Does it make people feel like they can connect to it? Mm-hmm. Is Trump's any kind of, um, you know, concern I have about how I look? Yeah, jokes trump a lot for me. They do, right? I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. We're, you know. But at the same time, I, it, you have to trust your director, creator, right? Like if somebody goes, oh, this is going to be really trust, funny. I do trust, yeah. And I trust Catherine. Yeah. She's never going to hang me out to drive. No. no, no. She's going to make me look good. Yeah, yeah, that's important. Yeah, yeah. So as you're creating now this the dog thing, do you have other plates that you're spinning at the same time? Um, like, or do you just focus on one thing at a time? No, I've got the, I've got the plates in the air. Yeah. I've got a couple plates in the air. I'm just, I'm on the verge of, of maybe cracking voice work in Toronto. Oh because, yeah. You know, to move to a new city again at 40 is really interesting. Yeah. I had established myself in the, in the voiceover world in Ottawa, Montreal. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, it's been, I've been a year and a half in Toronto, two years now back. Right. Only and I've just just got pinned for something today that I may or may not book. Okay, which would be, you know, yeah. yeah, things like that. And then so in your mind, mind you're like, I also could look for my green card and go to the states. Yeah, because let's be honest, it's pretty fabulous down it's here. It's pretty great. I it's... mean, my mom, my mom grew up in in. Uh, she went to high school at West Beverly. My oh, grandfather. Oh no, kidding. Yeah, he was a diplomat. So, so were are you partly there. American? No, because diplomat. Oh, he was yeah. from a diplomatic passport. Yeah, that been so sweet. It is. It's great. It's just, it's hustle, right? <clears throat> and I feel like hustle has like a bad connotation because it's like, it's so all consuming. And here there is, the balance is off. I mean, at least for me, because I came here for that reason. Yeah. I came here to hustle. Yeah. I didn't go to Toronto to, I can't go, I was in Toronto to live. Right, right, right. So right. I haven't got the community here that's challenging my balance as much, maybe. Right. But know. it sounds like it's coming together it's starting. here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, is community important to you? Is yeah, that like a, very important. Is yeah. that a core relief for you? Yeah, yeah. What, what, like if I if I was to come to a city like this, I would I would find my like I'm really interested in what neighborhood would be. Yeah, and not that it has to be the hippest neighborhood or it's fine if it is, but I I just need to find people that yeah. I can relate to every day. Yeah, like the dog park's been great for that. Seriously. Yeah, that's like a Do whole you know revolution. Doris Day dog park. Do you ever no. see that place? It's got like a little Doris Day canopy there that she's dedicated to yeah dogs are huge for that yeah and then dating too and dating that was like a revelation I thought I was that was quite wise of me to to open the dating app Mm -hmm. and get because that date last night was awesome yeah and then I do have a a different one lined up for tomorrow (laughs) night but now I'm wondering if I should just stick to the one I don't then it's like am I getting too serious with that one you know I I don't know we'll see might be go with your instincts one or two dates through the week here yeah. is a great, great yeah. way to meet people. Sure. And people that are also single and like, what is it to live, you know, as a single person? What, how are you finding it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then, you know, do you want to make out? Yeah. And, and then, then just some and smooches. Then yeah. Some smooch. <laughs> great. Great. No. So when you need to like, you're, you said you came here to regroup and or recharge. Mm-hmm. What's something that you can do that's... Um, like more instantaneous, like not everybody can go like, Oh, I'm going to go to California and recharge. Mm. Is there anything that you do that makes you feel like Sarah? Cooking. Yeah. 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 I love cooking. What kind of stuff? I mean, I'm not a gourmet cook. Right. I can't, I'm not, yeah, it's not overly complex, but I like the act of, um, you know, the washing and the preparing, the peeling and the chopping and the simmering and the sauteing and yeah. Yeah. 
But I also li- I like to cook for other people. Right. So I like to have people over. That's fun. It's communal too, which I love. I do spend a lot of time alone. I have no do problem you? doing that. Oh yeah, and I tra- I travel alone. Like I I uh, some of this trip I'll be alone. I been in Rome alone and um, last year I went to London on my own but I I do love gatherings mm-hmm. yeah I like gatherings I do find it's a balance right mm-hmm. those recharge me too mm-hmm. I think about the things when you travel like what's the thing you're gonna take whether it's allegorically or physically mm. like when you when you travel like what are the things like I don't know right. I, always, I used to say my sewing machine because it would give me permission to be creative, but now I think I can get my creativity from computer stuff. Yeah. Um, what, what is there anything? I always have a time? little a little notebook. Yeah. Even though I can do it in my phone. Yeah. But there's something about writing, and I have so many of them. I'm one of those people, you know, that has little. Do you have those little journals? No. Or whatever? No, but you seem you seem kind of um, old schoolish I know. to me. Like yeah, it, it wouldn't surprise me if you still had like a rotary phone. Yeah. That you're like I just like how it feels. I know. I, well, LP player, yeah. you know, got my dad's LP player. Oh yeah. yeah. But no, I like, I like a little journal and oh, the other thing is I have every single little journal, as far as I know, from the beginning no. of my time. Do you ever reread? Yes, I do. And then what do you learn? It's fascinating yeah. that I've always been obsessed with boys and men. Have you? Love. Yeah. It's been a big obsession. So it's interesting to be single. Have you been single a long time? I've had a couple of really nice, like, three-year or one-year, you know, relationships, but yeah. I've been single as much as I've been in relationships, yeah, in the last 20 years. Do you years. think it's a, it's a choice? That's a good question. I don't know. I, I feel so open to it. Yeah. I, I'm also, like, I, it eludes me, this, like, that's the one. Yeah. That, that has not been the case, you know? Yeah. I mean, do you ever examine, like, why, like, you've been, you've been into boys that much, or why... Boys. I know, but well, boys yeah. because it started so young. Right. Like, I'm just thinking of this one little journal I found. Every other page, I like Ryan, I like oh, yeah. Matthew. You know, it's yeah. just ridiculous. And now it's like blogging. I like <laughs> Stephen, <laughs> I like Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Just uh, a fascination. I love girls too. I just, there's something about the opposite sex. Yeah, that's always sort of. Well, I don't have any brothers or anything too. Like, I used to pretend to be a tomboy to play with the boys. Right. Like, I pretended I was into G.I. Joe. That's funny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Early acting exercise. I used to dress up my Barbie in G.I. Joe clothes. Yeah. Because I was like, I don't want her to wear bikinis. You can't run in a bikini. Yeah. Although Baywatch t- told me that was different. Exactly. Um, so, it's interesting because for somebody that's so enamored with, like, relationships, and it, it is probably, like, the psychology, too. Yeah. But that... Like, why do you think you haven't settled down? I know. Because my parents, 40 years, they're happy. My wow. sister, 15, 16 wow. years. Happy as ever. I'm surrounded by coupled. And I, but I do, it might be also a little bit, I've been thinking lately, my rebellious nature. Like, right. you know, if coupling is the thing, then now I'm a little wary of it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why? Why should it be the thing? What's the other thing? What's the new thing? Mm-hmm. I'm very, you know, and this is my, like, agitator side I just don't want to take the status quo because everyone's telling me it's great right but then I think oh now have you shot yourself in the foot because you you know the status quo might be nice yeah how do you feel especially if he owns a house in Highland Park and is a carpenter (laughs) yeah well how is that for you though like do you kind of get to the point it's a battle yeah it's an internal it's like a daily yeah yeah 
It's, yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's ongoing. It's absolutely ongoing. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, we're such driven people and then we're always looking for the, the, the balance, right? So if you kind of go, great, I got everything going on, and you're like, wait a second, I'm mm. not in a relationship. Yeah. Is that something that you are constantly aware of or do you focus on? Like I have some friends who are single that are like, I want to be in a relationship. I, I have to let it go sometimes yeah. and, just ha- and just have a good time and just have, live my life. Yeah. If I think about it all the time, I think it'll make me sad or something. Yeah, it doesn't you know. feel like it's like a, like a no. hard priority for you. No, no. What's your like, no. what's your hard priorities? Oh, what's, what's your high priority? Well, like I want to be on my own show. I want to yeah. like create and develop stuff so that it, yeah. I'm... I'm, I want to pull a group of people together yes. and create. That's yeah. my hard priority. Yeah, and be in charge of a team yeah. to create a show. I want to be in charge of something. Yeah. But it's like my vision and my like energy and when and we won't have plastic bottles on set. Like I want to make choices yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 What about you? What's yours? That 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 Well, I just I'm, answered it. For I know you. your, thi- your thing. Your thing. I want your thing. I'll do your thing. Thanks. Yeah. Um I, like what wakes you up in the morning? Uh, Other than the sun. So what gets you out of bed? The dog. But yeah. I mean, listen, I mean, so I think I do want to create a little community. Like I want to have like a team. I, w- I want like a team of people, whether it be, you know, a partner and I'm open to a child or, you know, raising a child, yeah. having that in my life. I, I just, I want to create a little unit. Yeah. You know? But yeah. I don't know what it looks like yet. I was gonna say, what does that look like? Because it could right be now it's just so being a dog, different. you know, and it, which is great. Mm-hmm. But it it could be like, for example, in Ottawa, this was fun. I I own a house there, mm-hmm. and I still do. I rent it out. But um, I had twice. I had friends move in with me that were going through breakups or mm-hmm. divorces, you know, mm-hmm. and that was like a fun time. It was like a year and a half of like. Like a little make makeshift, you know, family. temporary family. Yeah, because yeah, we're friends, but we're roommates, but we're all it's like sisters, and we shared a life yeah. for a year and a half. I love that, and that was really fun. Yeah, so I don't know what shape it's going to take, but I do. I would like a I would want, like maybe it's a home, you know, like I want a sense of like oh that that person is my home. Right, mm-hmm. right. Do where do, where do you think that stems from? Is that from like because your parents gave you stability? Yeah. Is it that you don't have that now? So. Yeah, yeah. Huh. It's a little. It is a little lonely now. Now that we're talking, and I'm realizing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have the same realization every three days, but I forget. I'm like a goldfish, you know, because I I don't want to carry it with me. But yeah, it is a little lonely. So this coupling thing, they might be onto something with that. You know, it it'd be nice to have a shared, a shared experience. Yeah, of the world. But we're in control. Like yeah. if you wanted to, like. I mean, how much do you balance your loneliness? Because we all get lonely, mm-hmm. even if we have a relationship. Like sometimes, yeah, that's true. You know, like right. it's just a matter of what you what voids you need to fill. Really, yeah. That sounds rude, but well, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Filling the void is it's it's part of it. It's like you've got you've got great girlfriends. Oh my gosh! Right? Like oh you're my very gosh! I have your... so many amazing. Close, uh, you know, acquaintances mm-hmm. in passing, like, oh yeah, I yeah. am so rich in relationships. So, yeah, what is this thing? Like, maybe it is filling the void, you know? Literally. Maybe, maybe it is. Yeah. I mean, maybe it is. And maybe, and that's the other thing, maybe it's always been sex. 
Maybe, but that's not necessarily like my baby, wrong. The, I like, like Thomas. I like my. I, just I like smooching. I just want to kiss. Yeah. Like I just want. I mean, the first time I French kissed, I was in grade five, and it was magical. Like I was like, grade come five. on, grade five, on a tire a swing, collection. on a tire swing. I know, I know. Kids these days, on a they tire don't. Swing. Not until they're twenty, but yeah. no, back then it was very normal. Yeah, yeah that not to get too intimate world. about sex and everything, but everything else happened much later. But that early, that kiss was like. That was life-changing. I was like, this is where it's at, kissing. So maybe it is just, you know, wow. This has been a very productive meeting. (laughs) I mean, I'm so curious because I think you're alone in that. Like, I think, yeah. like, when you said your therapist, like, what what do they say is, like, being in a relationship with yourself? Yeah. I remember my therapist said, like, what's it, like, I... Uh, what's it like to be hugged by yourself which seems ridiculous oh the vision yeah. of it i'm like it just looks awkward yeah. but i understand what yeah. it means <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah like grade eight michael, michael it's dancing. not satisfying no, no but yeah um so yeah no i'm sorry i'm still thinking about you know all the kissing and the boys yeah. what, what do we well no i guess i guess it's a matter of like i'm saying is you're not alone with these thoughts you know like we oh. all have yeah um, different versions of not being lonely. Like, yeah. and what does that mean? Because I don't think we are on this world to be by ourselves. I don't know anybody no. that can be. No. So, what do you do so that you can be in charge of your community and be in charge of your loneliness? Yeah, and I mean, the, the isn't the internet a great tool for yeah. that? And yet, it's. It, it has been, I found it awkward with, with the romantic stuff. Yeah. I find the, uh, the romantic connecting online not great, although more recently, great. Yeah. So i got to keep an open mind. Plus, we're so young at it. We're going to get better and better. These, you know what would be great? If there was a smell feature. That would be great. Huge, it's right? Huge the for pheromones. Humans. Like yeah. I, I just, I just, that would be such, such a direct way to go yay or nay right away. Yeah. Anyway. But don't you think the eyes, I was helping somebody go through their profile and we were going through some yeah. potentials and I was like, no, like the eyes tell me everything. Yeah. Yeah. You can just see like even their level of confidence, their level of yep. kindness. I don't know. I see a lot. The other thing is I, you know, 41 now, when I look at someone I see, and, and also as an artist because I'm studying people, mm-hmm. I see, oh yeah, you've got complication, just like I do. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to be, it's not like when you're younger, you're like hot, cute, right. whatever. And now it's like, oh, complex. Yeah. But that doesn't seem to deter you. No, it doesn't. It Maybe just fascinates you. It fascinates me, but it also, I also go, so what, how will we, what will be the thing that will make us want to intertwine for yeah. longer than, you know, for, for a while or... 40 years, like your folks. Yeah. 40 years. Can you imagine? No. <laughs> no, I can't. Have you ever had the chance to have like a long-term relationship and you chose to be by yourself? I did, yeah. When I was younger, I was um, proposed to on uh, Christmas morning in front of my entire family. Oh my God. And uh, bless him. Oh God. Bless him. He's a lovely person. And I, I, I'm, you know, we've both grown up. We were so young that young mid-20s but I you know I just knew I did not want to but I could not say that because it was Christmas morning yeah so you know I, I tried it but then being an open person I was like well and I was honest with him later after I said yes 
Oh, no. Um, oh, my God. I said, listen, I don't want to break up. And I don't definitely don't want to do it on Christmas morning. So I'm open to engagement. This is, a, you know, like... Sure. I mean, everything is kind of an engagement. Right? Sure. I mean, yeah, we're engaged. It's great. And I just... It would have been a choice. It would have been fine, you know, or maybe, I don't know, if we would have lasted or whatever. But I just... No, I couldn't do it. Yeah. No, and it, that was a good... You know what I did? I, I took us on a trip to uh, Dominican for a week. And I was like, before I make this decision, I need to be somewhere where we're just alone together. And it's yeah. just the two of us. That desert island thing. Yeah. You know, do I want to talk to you until I'm 90, 95, uh, 100? And uh, no, I knew, I knew right away when we got yeah. quiet that it wasn't... That's lucky right. that you were able to be that quiet. Yeah. You know, because some people get wrapped up. Yeah, I think it's a really good thing to do. Yeah. To be quiet with the other person. Don't you think everyone should go away somewhere quiet? Yeah. For a week? And after that, they just Or decide. like a really long road trip. Yeah. Like where like it's a road just trip. in the car. Or not. Yeah. The road trips are tricky because you don't look at each other. True. Right? So and they're like, kind of fun no matter what. I mean, I love road trips. Do you like road trips? I do. We, we've driven from Toronto oh. to Los Angeles three times. You've done so it. I'm kind You're of okay. a little bit over it. <laughs> but... I want um, to do that trip. It, oh, that would be a good no. It's like forty-five hours. Like it's a long journey, right. but um, hmm. you can you can do it. I I I do like road trips. I like road trips because actually you're not facing each other and you're not on your computers. You can yeah. actually have really interesting discussions. Yeah. No, for this it was like one of those all-inclusive. You can't. There's you don't have to do anything. Yeah. You're just staring at each other. Yeah. And in fact, it was over a buffet meal that I remember being very certain. And nothing about him. It has nothing to do with mm-hmm. him. It has everything to do with me mm-hmm. and where I needed to go and just, you know. You have such a self-awareness. Like for yeah. somebody that was brought up by civil yeah. servants. Like yeah. Where, did you, where do you think that came from? from? From drama classes. Yeah. 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 You had some great teachers. I, t- I took all that to heart. That like... And sometimes, you know, I remember judging it too. Oh, this is goofy. Why am I just like lying on my back thinking about what my toes feel like? Right. It's so stupid. Yeah. But I also am such a studious hard worker. I was like, oh, but I'm doing it. Yeah. I mean, I am doing it. <laughs> I'm going to feel Feeling my toes. And now looking back, I'm like, oh, all that time that we spent in theater school, just being in our minds, in our bodies. Yeah. That's what that was. Yeah. It's really useful. Yeah. Yeah. It's really useful. That's why you must miss theater so much because you yeah. just don't have that same sort of... I mean, film, like TV and film, you sort of have to get in and out. Yeah. As opposed to a two-hour in. Okay, I want to wrap up because I, yeah. I always talk too long, but yeah. I do want to ask you um, what you're inspired by these days. Like, are you reading any books? Are you watching any shows or listening to podcasts that you love or music? Oh. Anything that really you're really jazzed by? Um, oh, yeah, so many things. I... Oh God, these, these, why do I, the terror, these, these, this, this kind of question and, and nothing, I mean, oh. I, I'm happy to. Is this causing you terror? It. Yeah, terror. I'm like, oh, so many things. Oh, so many. It's that thing of, it's like what you're talking about when you're waiting to go up, you know, and you want to do an acceptance speech, Yeah. you know, will I name the right ones, all the ones, the ones that capture the movement, the I know, the but idea. you're so much pressure. <laughs> Let's just talk about like <coughs> Bob's Burgers being really fun like to watch. Like Childish Gambino. Love it. Great. Uh, Janelle Monáe. Great. Bob's Just, Burgers I haven't seen yet. Oh, it's Isn't so that terrible funny. that I haven't? I've got a, a no. Broad City. Great. Loving that yeah. last season. Yeah. And like go with your gals. instincts. And those aren't wrong. No. They're just the instincts of the day. Yeah. Yeah. And they're literally the, the things I've been watching. And plus we can say like, okay, 
Joni Mitchell. Oh, like yeah. we can get those. We know those are. We know what is yeah, something yeah, yeah. lately that is inspiring you? Um, lately, uh, have you binged on anything? You don't watch a lot of TV. I do. I do watch oh. a lot of TV, but I, I, I am in and out. I flit about. Okay, what's the last one that you didn't turn off halfway? Um. I mean, literally, I'm just trying to picture my. Okay, so there's the. Do you know what I do? I, I watch Stephen Colbert every morning. Okay. That's how I start my day. Is that a good way to start your day? I don't know. I mean, I've been doing it for a year. <laughs> I've been doing it for a year, maybe over a year. And I need to reassess it because, you know, it's been a year. Yeah. And maybe I should change it up. But I, I listen to his opening monologue and, you know, yeah, I think it's time to let that go. Yeah, I think he's brilliant. Yeah, of course, of course. But it's like, hmm... You know, with Samantha B, I watch her show every week. Yeah, but you do have to challenge Dollar. those routines. For but sure. I, yeah, I think it's time to let go of the. Well, also because I was studying stand up, right? I was right. trying to get that form. In yeah, my you head. work hard. Yeah, yeah. I have a problem that I'm like, I'm studying stand up, and then I'm like, I need to watch things that have nothing to do with it to have right. a break. Yeah, yeah. So even like in this world of like the firecracker department, and I'm like, there's so many great podcasts about. You know, building teams and female filmmakers. And yeah. so I can't listen to those because it's work. Yeah. I need to take a break sometimes. You need to take a break. But then I like, then I dipped into Jane the Virgin. Oh yeah, I, you enjoy that? I did, yeah. I did. And uh, Killing Eve, I love. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that, yeah, that stand-up stuff, I've been taking a lot of that in. Are you going to do more? I am going to do more. I'm going to do it again when I get back to Toronto. What's I'm the show that you're writing? Is this the dog lady show? Oh, that, that show. No, I know you, dog the dog thing's done, but is a stand-up in order to feed that? Partly. Partly, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because in Dog Lady, she is looking for a community. She's right. seeking. And she's... So there's, there's something... I mean, maybe... I don't know. Maybe she does stand up. I haven't thought that far ahead. But it occurred to me, maybe, you know, maybe she's reaching out in that way. Mm -hmm. you know? What a smart way to write, though. Like, yeah. Do you write easily? Are you one of those people that... Morning, I don't. Da, 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 da. Uh, no, I don't think so. No, me no, neither. No, no, it's temperamental. So good way to go. Do yeah. like get some words out that way, and then yeah. figure out if jokes work. And, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I really like it. And I then what's um what's advice that you would have given your younger self? Um. Yeah. Cultivate the confidence. Enough right. with the self doubt. I mean, easier Just said than done. Just keep it going. More, more. I would have been like, more, more, more. Do not shy away from your, you know, quirkiness and yeah. your loudness and all the things that you're, you are hearing are not welcome. Yeah. Who knows what the truth is? doesn't matter. Yeah. I mean, that's good advice now. <laughs> yeah, it's great advice. Yeah. I mean, oh, thank God. I mean, I just feel so thankful I had no idea how things were going to go, but I am enjoying, you know, the working moms is great. A couple of other things that are happening that are fabulous. Dog lady is exciting. It's an exciting time to be alive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and an entertainer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of the day, if, if no one gives us a job, we have avenues mm -hmm. to reach the audience anyway. That's right. We can do it. So it's pretty thrilling. So if, uh, if you said cultivate your confidence as a kid, what what what's your most confident moment? Like when did you when did you feel like you had it going on? 
As a kid? Sure, or whatever comes to mind. I mean, definitely playing Lucy in the Charlie Brown's Christmas. Yeah. It was a highlight. For sure. But not only did I play Lucy, I would run off stage and play Fur Elise, you know, the Beethoven? Yeah. Between scenes. Right. So I was the accompanist. Accompanist? Yeah. And the uh, musical director, let's say, too, and the lead. Right. The female lead. Right. And that was a highlight. That was, you know, that was back in grade four. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of what you're doing now with Dog Lady. Like, yeah. you're sort of doing everything. Yeah, like... I do like doing all the things. I never, I guess, I, yeah, I never wanted to be just the, just the one part of the no. equation. I like how the whole thing goes together. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I'm excited to see what you do. I feel like uh, it, you're sort of in an unstoppable time right yeah. now. Like, just with... Like the momentum of what Working Moms has given you. Yeah. I remember reading an article saying like what confidence that gave you. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And like that must feel like you can just do anything now. Like just. Because the audience is there. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm connecting to mm-hmm. people. Like especially with the Netflix effect. Mm-hmm. Um, to meet people in the street who are touched or that, you know, love it. And that is everything. So much. I know. It gives me so much energy. Somebody yeah. came up to the, me in the airport and they're like, I don't want to bother you. I'm like, please bother me. This yeah. is like the best part of the careers when you know that you've affected people. Gosh. Yeah. Do you know what sometimes happens in Toronto too, which just tickles me? Some, not so much anymore, but when I first moved back two years ago, people would stop me and go, oh my God, I know you. And I, I assume they're going to say working moms from the public servant. Oh. Because that was a sellout that you know, was for awesome. a theater show. Yeah. That was a huge hit. So then I go, well, that's, that's cool too. Huh. Yeah. How long ago was the public school? Oh, three years ago. Right, right before I started yeah. doing work. Groundbreaking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the fact that, is it Nightwood that produced it? Nightwood, yeah. 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 Well, Theatre, Colum- uh, theater, Common Boots Theatre. In Ottawa? They're a Toronto-based company. Oh. So they kind of brought me on, you know, to Toronto-wise. Right. And then we, we first played in Ottawa. Right. Oh, I see. Because it makes sense, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. That crowd just ate it up. But so did they... There are lots of public servants in Toronto, too. Yeah. We're thinking about turning it into a web series. I know. I was watching a clip of it, and I was like, this is... Yeah. This is a series. Very, yeah. Yeah. I think it could be very... I mean, obviously, it's sort of close to the office, but very different. I because don't know. it's all women and bureaucracy. Yeah. I think I was watching that thinking the same thing. Yeah, I think... Anyway. I mean, from the outset, on. it feels like you've had um, hit after hit. Okay, well, right? that's like, uh, I mean, that's, but that's fun. It's sort of like, <laughs> it's again the social media world where you're like, oh, you know, Sarah McVie, oh, yeah, she worked with Christopher Plummer, then she did a hit play, yeah, yeah, National yeah, yeah, Working yeah. Moms, and yeah, now yeah, she's yeah, got, yeah, yeah. Like, that's we all we see. We don't see yeah. the, um, some Anna was saying, like, you don't see the, the fails to the win, right? Right. But every win has, like, a myriad of failures around it. Yeah. Do you feel pressure to, like, to knock it out of the park? Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. And, and for myself, you know, just, just to take, to take the opportunity because I do feel when that big break Mm -hmm. happened when I was 21 Mm -hmm. and it, I fell flat on my face on a concrete slab is what it felt like. Mm -hmm. This feels like another opportunity to use the wind under my wings. Did I just say that? I did. It's okay. I mean, you said The wind under my wings because (laughs) Bette Midler has been a huge influence on me. I mean. She has. If only that line, uh, everybody is influenced by her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, to use the like opportunity rise the to, to rise to the occasion. That's what I mean about the confidence thing. Yeah. Like, you know, 
Why? Why? Why bring yourself down? No, don't do it. What would you do for your own daughter? You know, go back to that. And and uh, so yeah, seize this present moment. Yeah, you know, I really like that a lot. Yeah, yeah we've got enough of like the naysayers around us not to be on that team. I'll be on the yaysayers, not yeah. the naysayers. Well, you are a force of positive energy. Well, I mean, I have my days too, right? Like, I think I, I, I make the choice. Here's the thing. Yeah. I do make the choice to choose the positive choices, the, 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 like the half full version of things. I sure work at it though. Yeah. It's not something that I'm like, you know, it's a, it's a choice for yeah. sure. Yeah, it is a choice. And I get challenged by my own negativity, by my own self doubt, by other people telling me I can't do, I get huge self. Every mm-hmm. once in a while I wake up and go, what am I doing? This is too hard. Yeah. But then I'd rather follow this hard path than yeah. an easier, less exciting path. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. Agreed. Well, let's just do something together. Oh God, I would like, love that. Right? Oh my God. We will. I feel I it. I do feel that too. Like I the do feel it. Firecracker thing like has given me such um, a community of yeah. like women that I'm like, like I have an excuse to do this. Like if you came to LA... We might not have done this no, otherwise. No, not in the same way. Yeah. No, it wouldn't be the same. It's great. Yeah. I really, I, I really, really appreciate what you're doing. Oh, well, yeah. I appreciate you saying yes. And I also appreciate what I see that you're doing as a creator, but as a, you're, as an influencer, like you're really, you're really Thank you. showing the way. It's great. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. Doing stand up just good. to create. That's fantastic. Yeah. More people should just jump on that. Just to test train. it out. Just to see what works. Yeah. Say no right away. Thank you for for showing the way. Oh, thank you. And that's it, right? My conversation with Sarah McVie. So lovely, so engaging. Again, I could call this show, um, I could talk to you forever because I really could talk to any of these gals forever. I just feel like um, she's one of those people I just feel like I've known her forever. She's just one of those realsies, you know? So real, real truthful, authentic person. I mean, we've lived near each other for so long, but we haven't had this chance. And so it was great to have the, uh, the excuse. This podcast was really just an excuse to talk to my favorite people, find out more about them and bring them into this firecracker department community that includes you. Yeah, you. We're all in this together. Hey, listen, you can find Sarah on social media, Sarah McVie, and let us know while you're there what you thought about the episode. I'd love to hear if there was things that Sarah spoke about that really resonated with you. Uh, What really hit your heart? Something maybe that Sarah had said. Throw a little hashtag firecracker quote, and uh, maybe we'll throw it into our Instagram afterwards too. We'd just love to hear some feedback about what, um, what jazzed you. Remember, also season four, that's right, not one, not two, not three, but four of Working Moms on CBC this week, which is an amazing thing. Get started, you're welcome. Uh, and then everywhere else, because it's gonna be season four on Netflix, so it's for the whole world, this Working Moms. And I know it's such a beloved show, and we've had other people from that show, like Cat Barrel and Danny Kind, and uh, we're working our way through that cast, and hopefully some of the directors too. I'd love to get chats with some of the folks behind the camera as well. If you want to know more about what Sarah's working on, what she's got coming up, check out the show notes and uh, drop a little comment. We'd love it. Thank you so much to my big firecracker team. Oh my gosh, I couldn't do any of this without them. 
I'm just gonna say their names and I want you just to hear their names and know that these are all fabulous, fierce, vibrant women. Here's the team that are in LA. It's AJ Edmonds, Farah Marani, Emily Churchill, Monique Madrid, Camille Adams, Jordan Giddens, Deanna Moffat. And then in Toronto, there's a whole other chapter. And those are Joanne Boland, Anna Gustafson, Veronica Martin, Sydney Nielsen, Laura Lee Damaccio, Winnie Wong, Naomi Wright, Chelsea McKenzie, and Sarah Bowden. And don't forget about our UK chapter. We've got Vicki Breer over in England, and she is staying up late because of the time zones and helping us build our community so thank you and we're just getting started there are people joining us all the time and we're lucky and we are better off for it so thank you so much for all the folks that have reached out and said hey I see what you're doing in the firecracker department and I want to help thank you maybe some of you are thinking hey I'd like to get involved I really would love that. So why don't you go on over to our website, see what we're doing, and see what part kind of jazzes you. It could be something in the comedy department, the art department, the script department, the red point department, where we celebrate aging in the arts. Uh, just go on over to firecrackerdepartment.com and check us out. And then drop me a line at firecrackerdepartment at gmail.com and let's chat. Go over to Instagram or Twitter at firecrackerdept. And while you're online, because who's kidding who, we're online, all the time why don't you go over and give us a little rating and review because it really helps us keep bringing these podcasts to you and keeps building our community it really does thanks so much for listening right now we know that you have two ears and there's a lot of things you could be listening to so we really appreciate that you're choosing firecracker department and we just got one better because you're here see you next time on the firecracker department everybody <laughs>